to the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce podcast, your local business community resource. My name is Denise Heidel. Not only do I serve as your podcast host, but I'm also the executive director of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce. On behalf of the Chamber, thank you for listening and for your support of the Chamber business community. Hello, everyone. This is Denise Heidel, and this is the newest edition of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce podcast. We're going to take a quick pause from today's podcast to recognize one of our sponsors, Marzano Capital Group. Hi, this is Mike McGilvery, financial advisor and partner at Marzano Capital Group in Clemens. We are privileged to serve this great community, and we strive to help our clients by building wealth management plans tailored to their specific goals. Consistent client communication is the cornerstone of our process, and we hope to add value to your financial planning needs. Once again, thank you to Marzano Capital Group for their support of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce. And now, let's get back to the podcast. Um, I am joined today by Dr. Ashley Rickey with Novant Salem Bain, and I just wanted to give you a quick update on some things that are coming down the pipeline with the chamber before we get started. Um, first of all, um, we have our economic forum this week, September the 28th. So make sure that if you have not signed up, it's not too late to do so. Um, we have a great panel discussion coming up that we're going to be talking about all the questions you have that are going on in uh, the local communities, Louisville and Clemens specifically. So um, make sure you sign up for that. It's going to be at the historic Broyhill starting at 7.30 a.m. again on September the 28th. Um, we also have coming up our nonprofit showcase on October the 10th. You will not want to miss that. Um, get your RSVP in. The deadline will be October the 5th for that deadline. Um, and then our next big event in October will be our fourth annual golf tournament. So we are still recruiting players. And if your company is interested in being a sponsor, we would love to put your logo on everything. So until then, um, we are going to go ahead and get started. Um, Dr. Ricky, thanks so much for joining me today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So will you just kind of give us a little overview of yourself? Tell us what you do and um, we'll have a great conversation from there. I know. Sure. My name is Ashley Ricky. I'm one of six surgeons in um, Novant Health, um, uh, vascular uh, and vein specialist. Um, we have locations in Winston-Salem and Kernersville um, and High Point. Um, and so I um, uh, came to Winston um, to finish my surgical training as a fellow at uh, Wake Forest Baptist. And then I've been with um, Novant since 2017 um, here in, in this role at this practice. Great. And as you can tell, I am recording in my home with my dog nearby, so I apologize for the barking, but hey, we keep it real here at the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> so thanks for your patience. Um, she is, uh, I've got a bowl full of her treats to hopefully distract her while we're talking. So so let's talk first, let's talk about vein disease. Let's. Can you just kind of give us an understanding? I, I don't think many of us think about our veins possibly being diseased. Can you Can you walk us through that? Sure. Um, so um, it's a very common um, diagnosis that we see. Um, a lot of people have um, varicose veins that can either be just sort of unsightly or um, they can become symptomatic and become painful um, and, you know, itchy or even have bleeding episodes um, or be associated with leg swelling. 
um, and other things like that. Um, in the worst cases, they can even sort of be a factor um, that cause wounds on people's legs. So we kind of see the whole the whole gamut of um, all kinds of uh, venous diseases. Um, and our practice also treats arterial diseases as well um, with atherosclerosis, um, uh, occlusive disease, and then aneurysms um, as well. Okay. So, so it's, it's, it's far more than cosmetic. I mean, it, it's, it's, it can cause, I mean, what kind of health problems can occur because of a vein disease? Yeah, they can certainly become uh, locally symptomatic where they do cause pain and discomfort, especially, you know, big um, bulgy veins or, or extensive leg swelling. Um, so it's, it's more of a, a dysfunction of the veins that can occur over time, um, especially in populations who, um, stand on their feet a lot or um, women who have had pregnancies is a, is a big risk factor for that too, just because of the increased venous pressure that those things cause. Okay. And can you tell us the difference? What is the difference between a varicose vein and a spider vein? Oh, that is a good question. Um, so varicose veins are the kind of bigger bulgy veins that sort of look rope-like um, on people's legs and they can be kind of discolored and have kind of a purple discoloration to them too, especially when they become um, pretty uh, bulgy. Um, spider veins are the ones that are sort of flat and look more kind of like a web of little tiny veins on skin. Those are often not symptomatic, um, but just sort of something that you notice it's more of a, more of a, on the cosmetic side of it than is uh, painful, like the bulgy veins. Okay. Now you mentioned that the people who are the highest risk tend to be those who stand a lot, who are on their feet a lot, women who've, um, you know, had pregnancies. Uh, is there a, any other specific demographic that is at a higher risk for getting vein disease? Um, <clears throat> so as far as um, sort of occupations that we see a lot are teachers, hairdressers, nurses, you know, people in healthcare or, um, any kind of uh, care um, where you're on your feet a lot um, with a physical job or, you know, even people who work in factories and stand on concrete floors all day, um, waitresses and, and waiters think, you know, any occupation where you're up on your feet a lot. Um, and uh, certainly there's a genetic predisposition. So people will come in and say, oh, my mother, my father had had this problem their whole life too. And, and those people are, are more predisposed also. Right. So is there something, if, if you're in those professions, are there like proactive measures that you can do to try to avoid? So the best thing is compression stockings. Um, we recommend that to pretty much everyone who walks through our, our doors. Um, and, you know, as the nurses that we work with in the office and especially in the operating room where we do a lot of standing and I, I wear them all the time. Um, especially at work, uh, compression stockings are the best way to prevent that. Mm -hmm. um, and then if you do have a chance to sort of take breaks and sit down during the day, anytime you can elevate your legs, especially if you notice kind of ankle swelling toward the end of the day, elevating your legs can relieve that pressure too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've never, um, I've never worn them myself, but they're cute. I, I keep seeing ads for them on social media, but <laughs> they're, 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 they've come a long way from what I remember them being when I was younger. And That's right. They have all kinds of fun patterns now. Yeah, I always point out my, my nurse is always with me in patient rooms and she always has really fun, fun patterns and stuff that, you know, um, I point out to, to right. patients to, to look into them and um, they definitely are not sort of the old sort of grandma ones that they used to be. Uh, right, yeah, right. All, all kinds of ones you can find out there now. Mm -hmm. So um, how do you diagnose vein disease? 
Yeah. So um, it starts with, it, you know, an office visit where we just sort of see and examine and assess your legs. Um, I'll also say that we have uh, once a month, we have a free vein screening. Um, so it's not an official office visit where you get a bill or a charge. It's just kind of a uh, come in. If you have questions, um, we can sort of just assess to see if you would benefit from a um, full consultation, or if it's something that, you know, maybe isn't a vein problem at all. If someone's kind of on the fence, that's a, a pretty risk-free, um, you know, not signing up for anything way to come in and kind of get checked out first. So those are once a month um, and you can uh, call our office and get signed up for that, that route. Um, and we just start by, by looking and assessing um, people's legs and if their kind of symptoms and exam line up um, where we're concerned that it, there may be an underlying vein dysfunction, then the first test we do is an ultrasound study. So just a non-invasive study that we do in our vascular lab that's here at our office, um, where we look to see how the veins are functioning and then sort of based on those um, results, we can best um, make a treatment plan for, for how that would uh, best be um, mm -hmm. uh, taken care of. Yeah. Now, and I understand that you guys run a full page ad every year in Forsyth community with the dates of those free screenings um, for the year. And um, if, if I've got the dates right, the rest of the year, the screenings are going to be October the 12th, November the 9th and December 17th. Is that right? That's correct. Yes. And so I know you have multiple locations. So which locations are you doing the screenings at? So those dates are for our Winston-Salem office. Um, we okay. do have availability in Kernersville also, um, kind of on a work-in as-needed basis. So certainly if that's a better location, just call our office and we can work with you. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. And I mean, and it's so great that, you know, I know, I know that you guys are really, really busy. And I think it's wonderful that you take the time out to do this free service for people in the community who maybe would hesitate to do it if it, if it wasn't for this opportunity for a free consultation. So definitely encourage people to, to do that. Yes. yes. So, so talk about treatment, you know, what, what's involved with treatment and, and how long does that take and, and what can somebody expect from it? Yeah, sure. So, um, so probably the best example is someone who comes in with, um, kind of the, the bulgy varicose veins. And we've, like I said, we first get an ultrasound and then usually we find, um, underlying what we call reflux or insufficiency, kind of that venous dysfunction and the superficial veins. Um, mm -hmm. and that's usually treated with a procedure called a radio frequency ablation. Um, in the old days, people may have heard the term vein strippings, where they would actually go in and sort of take out these dysfunctional veins. And this is a, um, a more minimally invasive way to kind of shut down those veins that are dysfunctional. So um, there are procedures that we do in our office, you know, probably more than 95% of the vein procedures we do, we do in our office with local anesthetic, um, and they're very well tolerated. Um, okay. And then um, we also do what's called a phlebectomy, where we actually go in and remove the varicose veins um, after that treatment of the underlying cause, um, if we need to do that after that. Okay. Um, so, I mean, what's the average um, time frame? I mean, like if somebody were to come in and start um, getting treatment, is this like a six-month, year-long process? I mean, what what's the average yeah, that's a, that's a good question, especially um, at this point in the year, because we start to see people who want to get 
um, you know, they're have money left in their health savings account or met their deductibles for the year, those sorts of things. Um, so definitely the time of year to start thinking about getting some of these things that may kind of be on the back burner in people's minds, get those things done before the end of the year. Um, so the initial, after the initial consultation um, and we get the ultrasound, most insurance companies require a three month waiting period kind of between the initial consultation and when we start talking about um, planning for a procedure. So um, that's really the the only holdup kind of depending on most people's um, insurance plans is that kind of three month waiting period where we do what they refer to as conservative management, which means sort of just seeing if how the symptoms do with um, how re they respond to conservative management treat, uh, you know, modalities like wearing compression stockings and elevating your legs. And some people are, you know, have a lot of symptom relief just from that. So it does um, prevent some people from needing procedures as well. Um, so it is a, a, a little bit of a process. Um, and then if it's a uh, bilateral or both legs need to be treated, then we usually do one leg and then wait a couple of weeks and come back and do the other leg. So um, it's just a, a few months to get to get everything done. Okay. Now, I also understand that you guys are the only vascular surgeons in North Carolina nominated by your peers as being recognized as a Castle Connolly top doctor. Am I pronouncing that right? Yes. Yes, that's right. Okay. So, so talk to me a little bit about what that distinction means and why that matters to your patients. Sure. Yeah. Um, so these uh, nominations or I guess the nomination process had occurred and then um, all six of us are um, Castle Connolly top doctors, which is I think the only kind of um, recognition that is um, peer to peer reviewed. So other physicians that um, have nominated us and uh, approved us for the award. Um, so exciting. So was yeah. this your was this your first year being recognized for that? Uh, yes, I think it's the the whole practice. I think everybody's. Um, and I'm not sure how long that's been around, um, but it is it is the first year that um, we have been recognized as that. Well, that was really exciting to hear. So, and especially being recognized by your peers. I mean, you want obviously your your patients to to give you reviews, and I know that you know people will speak up. I mean, we live in that digital world where people love to leave reviews, but you know, to, to have the peer recognition, I think is a really, really special thing. So um, besides vein care, what else do you specialize in? What other areas? Um, so, well, it, I think that's one of the things that we all really appreciate um, about uh, the specialty of vascular surgery is it does encompass a wide, wide range of things. So any one day never looks like any other day. There's a big variety. So vein is is part of our practice. And then also um, carotid disease, um, aortic aneurysms, um, aortic occlusive disease, um, lower extremity occlusive disease. So we do you know, leg bypasses um, and things like that too. And we, we also do access for dialysis, um, like AV fistulas and those sorts of things. So um, uh, we're at the at the office um, with office procedures sometimes, and then also at the hospital with, you know, um, uh, urgent acute issues um, some of the other times. So it's a it's never a dull moment in the vascular surgery world for sure. 
Oh, I'm sure. Well, and you know, you, you were speaking to my heart when you said no days ever the same. <laughs> that's a, that's a big deal for me too. I, I love variety. And so I love that my, my job's the same way, you know, nothing I ever do is the same thing every day. So it's always, yeah. always new. Um, so, um, so what are the risk factors associated with vein disease? I think we've covered most of those with the with the earlier conversation that we had about, you know, standing up pregnancy. Um, and you mentioned genetics. So, I mean, like, I mean, honestly, I've got one side of my family, I've got a lot of good information about health history on, and then the other side, not so much. So how do you, how do you determine what your risk factor is? Besides your occupation and whether you've had a, a baby or not. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And there's not, um, I mean, besides wearing compression stockings and just sort of um, being, you know, diligent about um, maintaining a healthy weight and um, exercise and kind of general um, health advice, um, there's not any um anything else specifically, you know, if you know that your mom and your grandmother had varicose veins, there's not anything else specifically to do to um, prevent that per se, Um, Mm -hmm. or any treatments to do um, kind of preventatively. It's more of a, um, you know, once that you had symptoms from it, then you kind of evaluate and and treat from there. But the biggest things are just kind of just taking care of your yourself in a healthy way all the time. And then, um, you know, uh, compression stockings, um, if you're going to be sitting or standing for long periods of time or traveling, you know, long car ride or on planes or those sorts of things or, or other times to to be um, diligent about wearing them. Right. Now, um, I know that the practice has been around, and I think Dr. Workman, uh, he, he brought the veins into the practice about 20 years ago is when I was told, right? That's right. Yes. Now, now you, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. I was just going to ask you how long you've been with the practice. Um, I joined in 2017. So the vein part of the practice is pretty well established um, when I got here. Um, Mm -hmm. Dr. Workman joined um, Dr. Motu and Dr. Thomason about 20 years ago. And at that point, they weren't doing um, any of the vein work. So Dr. Um, Workman did did bring that in um, when he arrived. And then since then, we've added um, they added a few more partners and I've been here since 2017, but I'm the newest partner. Um, and at, Congratulations. Well, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah. So at, um, at this point, um, it's a pretty robust vein practice and we treat, treat lots of, um, patients for vein disease. Now, do you, do you go from location to location or are you stationary at the Winston-Salem's office? Yep. So, so right now, um, Dr. Fleming goes to, down to our High Point Outreach Clinic, and then myself and Dr. Workman go out to Kernersville um, okay. you know, to see patients in the office out there. Um, okay. Kernersville is growing um, that medical center, and so we are able to start doing some procedures out there um, and look forward to the, the growth in that direction, too. Now, is, is the, is the, um, is the cl- clinic part of the Novant um, Hospital in Kernersville? That place is amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's a brand new, beautiful facility. Yes. It is. It's really beautiful. Um, I mean, you never want to visit a hospital. I mean, let's be real. But I, I had to go out there a couple of months ago. I was just really impressed by it. I grew up in Kernersville. And so for me, it's like, I remember this was so different when I was growing up. But it's amazing. It really is a beautiful facility. A lot to be proud of working there, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So. It, it is nicer from, we have a lot of patients um, from outlying smaller areas. Um, and so 
I have have found that people from small towns don't want to come to the big city of Winston. So it's nice to have that option um, for people who don't want to don't want to navigate the interstates and, and you know, the the busyness that can be Winston-Salem. Um, so it's it's nice to have that option. Right. Well, I mean, it sounds like you guys have an amazing team, definitely the longevity of the of the clinic and and the services that you offer so you know and i mean that speaks of itself i mean people want to do you know have their treatment with people who, who've been doing it for a while so um now you mentioned that you started with novant in 2017 had you been somewhere else i mean did you come to the area um yeah i moved um from charleston south carolina where i did um my medical school and um general surgery training and so i came to winston um mm-hmm. to to do my vascular fellowship at baptist um wow. as did most of my partners um did their fellowship right. there and then um just fell in love with winston salem and and so stayed in town yeah but you know charleston you you've had two great places to work cuz i love charleston <laughs> yes, so. yes yes yeah certainly been blessed <laughs> So tell us a fun fact about yourself. Tell it. Yeah. And go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Did you have another part to that question? I was just going to say, you know, do you do any charity work? Is there, you know, what do you do for fun? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. um, Well, I have two kids. Uh, My daughter's 10 and my son is five. So they keep me busy for sure um, with all their activities and then it is um fall football season so i have to put a plug in for my clemson tigers mm-hmm. um i grew up in clemson and went there for undergrad so um my blood is orange um so that that keeps us busy in the fall um and over the summer um i did spend a week in belize on a mission trip down there so um that was fun and uh, i look forward to doing more things like that well good well good well you know Dr. Ricky, it's been such a pleasure talking with you. I am so excited. So how how can somebody get in touch with you if they have questions? I know you've got the free clinic coming up. Um, October the 12th is the next one. Uh, is that an all-day thing, by the way? And I guess it's people still need an appointment for that, right? Yep, you do still need an appointment. Um, and they're usually in the in the afternoons. Okay. Okay. So um, do you have anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? I don't think so. I think the the probably the best way to um kind of uh, with overview of sort of everything we talked about and where to get more information would be our website. That's um, salembains.com. Okay, great. Well, Dr. Ricky, I really appreciate you taking the time. I know that you guys have busy schedules, but I appreciate you sharing with us. And, you know, Novant's an amazing partner with the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce. So we really appreciate you and, and, and all of Novant for what you do. Um, your community uh, engagement uh, director, Brittany Albert's one of my favorite people. I just adore her. She's such a sweetheart and she does a great job for y'all. So um, again, thank you for joining me today and for your patience. And um, um, I look forward to hearing what's next on the horizon for you guys. Awesome. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. It was nice to talk with you. It's good to talk to you too. So that's a wrap for this edition of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce. Make sure that you are checking out uh, our website or social media and keeping up to date with all the exciting events we have coming down the pipeline. And if you haven't picked up your membership guide um, for 2024 and um, for the rest of 2023, um, stop by the chamber office. We've got copies and uh, we've got a lot on the horizon. You're not going to want to miss. So until next time, that's it for this edition of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce podcast.
Once again, thank you for listening to the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce podcast. The Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce is a member-focused business community. I invite you to learn more about the Chamber by visiting our website, louisville-clemens.com. And while we're in the world of audio, it's time for the fine print. Everyone has an opinion, but in this case, the views and the opinions stated in this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors. So now that you've been appropriately advised, let me remind you that this podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of the Louisville Clements Chamber of Commerce.